This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. You're listening to Rewind, a listen back on press conferences, highlights, and analysis from the 76ers' previous game. The 76ers' four-game Western Conference road trip began with a dramatic game last Saturday in Portland. It ended tonight with a dramatic game in Denver. Both games decided in the final seconds, but the 76ers on the wrong side of the result in the Mile High City. They lose to the Nuggets 197. Nikola Jokic hitting a desperation jump shot from the elbow with 2.2 seconds to go, enough to get Denver over the hump. They outscored the Sixers 35-13 in the fourth and final quarter. I'm Brian Seltzer, and this is Brett Brown. Them credit, you know, we, we, we uh, weren't able to find a way to win on the road. They, they were tough at home, and uh, they made some shots. Did you think that fatigue played a factor down the stretch just being here last road tr- or game of the road? No. Right. Uh, I know you didn't go with Matisse today. Can you just say why? I thought we needed, uh, you know, I wanted to see what was going on with Trey. I really wanted to give him an opportunity. And Furkan has been playing well. James has been playing well. You know, sometimes r- rookies, you know, go through a little bit of a patch and you know, my, my intention was to try to get him in in the uh, in the second half, and the guys were playing well, and so we rode that out. Um, our two little point guards I thought did good, and Howell and and um, and Trey, and he sort of caught the brunt of of that. Right, it just seems like early on in the center matchup, like both of them got in foul trouble. They weren't really on the floor. Who are we talking about? I'm talking about Joel and 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 Jokic. But then it seems like in the fourth quarter they both came alive and, and, and did great things for their teams. I think Jokic was 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 really, you know, exceptional. We're we're growing Joel's fitness base and, you know, trying to to continually move that forward, where he can be Joel Embiid. And, you know, tonight you can see that we we get some work to do. And 
I think that he fought his, his, his heart out. I think that, you know, when we needed him, most times he was there. And we're going to continue to just get him as healthy as we can and uh, help him, help put him in a position where he can be Joel Embiid. This was, a first, this was a first game that Trey Burke got some run tonight. What did you make of his play? I thought he was great. I thought he provided a spark. He's a water bug. He plays with a pace. There's a toughness uh, that I think, uh, you know, all teams need. And I thought he was excellent. 76ers head coach Brett Brown following a tough loss for the 76ers tonight, 197, in the final game of their four-game road trip that began eight days ago in Portland. 76ers, man, they seem to be in a really good spot tonight at one point, leading by as much as 21 points. The bench, led by, as Brett Brown said, Trey Burke, was terrific. 37 points from the bench unit. For the 76ers, Burke, he was strong with 5 points, plus 10 in 17 minutes played. Kyle O'Quinn gave a spark for Con Korkmaz as well. Joel Embiid did come on strong down the stretch. He finished with 19 points, 15 rebounds. Tobias Harris with 13 points and 10 boards. Howell Nato in a starting role for Ben Simmons tonight with 13 points and 6 assists. But Nikola Jokic, you know, he, he had a really... Um, kind of disjointed game offensively for the majority of the evening, but in the fourth quarter, the all-star, first-team, all-NBA big man, he shined. He scored 16 of his 26 in the fourth quarter, and, of course, he hit the desperation game-winning shot with 2.2 seconds to go. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, talking with Tom about this in a moment. I thought the Sixers defended the play Really, really well. I mean, Josh Richardson was right up in Jokic's face on the block. Um, there was extra body sent towards Paul Millsap in the corner when the ball was passed to him, if I'm recounting the play correctly. Uh, and then Jokic got the ball up by the elbow. Um, Al Horford was in the vicinity, put up a hand to contest. Uh, Josh Richardson came over. He put up a hand as well. But Jokic, is, he was falling to the floor, was able to knock down the high-arcing rainbow jump shot, and it was enough to make the difference as the Denver Nuggets outscored the 76ers 35-13 to in the fourth quarter to pull this one out. 197. So I don't think anyone thought this road trip was going to be an easy one, especially given the time of year that it was occurring and the fact the 76ers played without Joel Embiid in two of the games and Ben Simmons in essentially the final two. Uh, the Sixers go one and three. They're going to get two games at home before having to head back out on the road again with Charlotte coming on Sunday. Sixers will look to regroup. We will look to get things going and speak with Tom McGinnis in a second. Denver Nuggets steal one from the 76ers, 197 at Pepsi Center in the Mile High City as the 76ers road trip comes to an end with a third straight loss. I'm Brian Seltzer. We go back out to Pepsi Center, connect with Tom McGinnis. Tom, what do you think made the difference in that fourth quarter? Well, you got to give Denver a lot of credit, 35 points. They started making shots. They took the wave of momentum and carried it to a victory. But, you know, as Coach Brown was saying postgame, the Sixers – I believe they were, what, 8 of 17 for the line. The turnovers and the missed foul shots really cost them in 13 points in the fourth quarter. Uh, you know, being outscored 35 to 13 down the stretch uh, really hurt. And, and like I said, one of my points at halftime when the Sixers had that lead of, I believe, 15 points was you know the run is going to come. And how will you – when will it come and how will you respond if you're the Sixers? And, you know, Denver – 
They, at one point early in the fourth, had a 10-0 run, but then it seemed like the Sixers righted themselves and were able to, you know, keep things going. But then Jokic got hot. Murray continued to move that ball around. They scored with efficiency, and Jokic had 16 points in the fourth quarter for them. And we learn now this is down 21 in the fourth, the biggest comeback in the history of the Denver Nuggets. How about that? As good of a nugget as that is, T-Mac, that might be uh, left out of the old Sixers.com uh, <laughs> recap right. tonight. Well, we're very close to the Denver broadcast booths. <laughs> Couldn't help. He wasn't sharing, but I can't help but hear the guy. No, you know, it's, it's important for context looking at this game because that's how big of a climb Denver had to make back and how much things had to go right, and it's amazing. I, I thought that really for the majority of this game, especially the first three quarters, it was like whenever Denver put the pressure on the 76ers, they were the team that had the answer. They were getting timely three-pointers, whether it was from someone like a Furkan Korkmaz, Ahul Nato, even Kyle O'Quinn at one point, Josh Richardson. Yep. But then Denver goes five for seven from three yep. in the fourth. Jokic hit an early one to make it six. There was that one from Paul Millsap to make it a two-point game. Will Barton to get the deficit to one. And yep. uh, the Sixers, you know, Horford misses that three with 13 seconds to go, and that was a big flip of the script statistically in this game. Right, and Barton kind of made up for that turnover where he threw it in and Josh was able to pry it away from Murray, but it was really because of a bad pass by Barton on a side out of bounds play in the waning moments. But then he, you know, he steps into a wide open three and makes it. That was clutch. And then I, I think, and no doubt about it, the Sixers had some uh, real inspired play from Burke. And as you say, Kyle Quinn, James Ennis played well. I thought Howell played well. And, you know, you have to kind of step back and look conceptually how they play Denver. So Murray is not a classic point guard, but he is a, you know, to me would be more of a, a two, but he's a great ball handler, and he is he initiates middle pick and roll. What does Brett Brown always say, Brian? You've heard this a million times from Coach. The most popular, most run yep. play, if you will, in the NBA is middle pick and roll, and more specifically one five pick and roll, and they play it all the time. And Jokic is more of a pick and pop guy, and uh, he kind of drifts over to the wing instead of rolling hard in the lane. And yet, you know, he's such an adept passer, he puts your team in a very difficult spot. And that that's, to me, that's where they hurt the Sixers the most. And then I thought the play was, I mean, it set up the game-winning shot, was Paul Millsap. And he had a number yep. of great plays. If I'm not mistaken, he made three threes. Defensively, he was brilliant at times, stymieing the Sixers at the rim. And he gets swarmed down low by four Sixers. He's trying to get out of the lane. He doesn't know what, and all of a sudden, he's just able to get that ball out to Jokic. And, and that was a big play. You think of Jokic with the shot, but Millsop making the pass that set up that game winner was huge for them. Sixers fall in Denver, 197. Nikola Jokic, the game winner, with 2.2 seconds to go. Um, you alluded to Trey Burke, Tom. He finished with five points, three assists, but I think his impact went farther than those numbers would suggest. Uh, the bench had a really, really strong night, combining for 37 points in the absence of Ben Simmons. And uh, we talked about it before the game, and I think now even more so afterwards with the way Trey Burke played. Perhaps one of the biggest takeaways for the 76ers on this early season road trip was finding out more about their two backup ball handlers in Howell Nato, who scored 13 points and had six assists, and Trey Burke. Yeah, I thought Nato was really good in these last two games. And Trey Burke no doubt scored it. And and, and like I've said, I said a number of times since the Sixers signed him in the summer, there's going to be a night where he gets you 10 points in a quarter. And, and tonight was kind of that night. You know, it wasn't all in one quarter. The only thing that concerns me a little bit, and you needed the scoring. 
and and Coach Brown just stated post game that he wanted to give him a look and and you know for the most part Burke and I don't want to take anything away, but he is a scorer and and to me like you have to be a distributor and a scorer like but in other words he kind of looks for his own number every time and that's that's good when you need points but you also need to distribute that ball like Tobias wasn't getting a lot of looks when he was in there like that kind of thing where you know you have to still within the framework of the offense run it and then if it's a breakdown under five seconds on the shot clock but that might be quibbling it was his first game and look the Sixers needed scoring as I said and he did it but you know you also have to you have Embiid in the game when he's in there a lot you know you kind of have to get other guys touches as well and, and they'll work with him on that but hey again like I said pregame this guy's had 40 points in the game uh, and you need you need offensive punch off the game and, and he's got that off the bench and he was able to deliver in that regard. Looking forward to coming home, T-Mac? Yeah, I mean, it's just like everybody, you know, are you excited for the season? Of course I'm excited for the season. But when you get out on the road, I don't know, sometimes I think maybe people don't realize, but the travel, and, and it's not just the travel. It's like tonight, we're coming on midnight, right? And we're still right. in Denver, Colorado. That That's where there are late arrivals, and granted, you're in luxurious hotels and whatnot, but it is the, the sleep patterns get uh, totally disrupted over these last eight days you think you'd be accustomed to mountain time or pacific time or whatever but not really the case and now we swing back into the delaware valley and it'll be great to be home you're right looking forward to talking with you on sunday all right but thank you good night big thanks to tom mcginnis for hanging out for a little bit more analysis and we have got his highlights coming up after a 197 loss by the 76ers to the Denver Nuggets. Hey, real quick, this reminder that if you miss any of the game, we remind you the morning after every game on the 76ers Podcast Network, you can hear our Rewind edition of the pod, which is essentially this program played again. Just search 76ers Podcast Network wherever you get your pods. 76ers one last time on the road for now, visiting the Denver Nuggets for the only time this season, two 5-2 and two teams. I'm Brian Seltzer. Here is how it sounded, courtesy of the one and only Tom McGinnis. 76ers got off to an encouraging start tonight. They also had to go a little bit deeper into the bench because Ben Simmons was not available. This was Trey Burke's Sixers debut. Five seconds to go. Burke drives it, and Burke still dribbling. Gets a screen, lifts, shoots, scores with point two to go. Embiid running interference around the foul line, and Trey Burke gets the field goal, his first basket of the year. They made it 24-18, 76ers. The first quarter was a little bit ragged, but then things opened up with the bench doing more good in quarter number two. Burke going in the lane, beats Kyle, and a quibble layup. Trey Burke with an instant offense. He's wheeling, he's dealing, and another field goal by Kyle O'Quinn. He's four for four. Timeout Denver, the Sixers 41, and the Nuggets 28. More from the bench before the first half was through. Josh Richardson with the ball. Gary Harris guards him. They jump into the left side. Burke on. He's going to shoot for three. It's in the air. It's good. Moss hits again. What a surprise. Moss having a tremendous season for the Sixers. He's made three threes in as many tries. He's got 11. And the 76ers back in front by 17. Sixers could do no wrong in the first half from three. They were 9 of 12, led by... Uh, 15 points at the break, 57 to 42. In the third quarter, the 76ers continued to expand the margin and play really, really good basketball. The three-point shot was falling. Joel Embiid was great in the third quarter, scoring 10 points, going four or five from the field. And you know what? At one point, the 76ers, they looked up at the scoreboard, and they were ahead by 21. Embiid with the ball, with his back to the basket, to the right of the lane, leans back, turns, faces, 
holding the ball. Jab step on Plumley. Makes a baseline move. Gets around him. Goes in for a layup. Up and good. He got a reverse. And Porter came over. And what a play by Joel Embiid. That made it 84 to 65. The 76ers were in a great spot early on in the third quarter. But down the stretch of the fourth, things began to tighten up a little bit as the Denver Nuggets were able to string a 10-0 run together that carried over into the fourth. So you got the feeling that the tenor of the game was going to change, even though the Sixers led by 19 going into the fourth and 21 early on in the period. They had to fend off the Denver Nuggets of the Sixers. Denver going on a 27-9 run. Joel Embiid in crunch time trying to see the 76ers through to the finish line. Howell Neto with a dribble. He goes off an Embiid screen, keeps the dribble, now bounces to Joel down the lane. Embiid with a layup. He is good! Embiid off a pick and roll with Neto, and the Sixers lead 97-94. 50 seconds to go. That's the benefit of having Neto in the game. He can play pick and roll, middle pick and roll with Embiid. It'll work for a layup. But Jamal Murray would drive inside to cut the deficit to one, 97-96. Al Horford missed a three-pointer with 13 seconds to go. Denver called timeout, down by one, and this was the game winner. Millsap with four. Millsap to the left side. Jokic shot high in the air. It's good with one second to go. Nikolai Jokic made it. A high-arcing wing shot, and Denver has taken the lead. 98-97, Denver. Great defense by the 76ers, I thought. Heck of a shot by Jokic to get the Denver Nuggets over the hump in a 3.197 victory. Jokic with 16 of his 26 in the fourth quarter. Denver outscored the Sixers 35-13 in the period. Jokic also with 10 rebounds and 6 assists. Jamal Murray with 22 points and 11 dimes. 20 points for Will Barton. He had two three-pointers. 76ers getting team-high totals from Joel Embiid in points and rebounding with 19 and 15 respectively, 13 apiece for Howell Nato and Tobias Harris. Nato also with six assists, 12 points for Furkan Korkmaz. He was a perfect three of three from outside the arc. And Trey Burke uh, was able to come off the bench with five points and three assists and 11 points for Kyle Quinn in a reserve role. So the 76ers will come back home in a little bit of a different spot than when they left. Last we saw the 76ers in South Philadelphia, they were undefeated. They began the season 5-0. and They have now lost three straight and will look to get back on track against the 4-4 four and four Charlotte Hornets. 6 o'clock start time, military appreciation night at the center on Sunday. Hope to see you there. You've been listening to Rewind. Look out for fresh episodes the day after every 76ers game this season. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. 
Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.